Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Cat Baths, an adaptation of a Belgian fairy tale written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Joel and Wesley and their family in Maryland, Bear, Olive, and Hazel and their family, Ziva and her family in Corral de Tierra, California, Jackson W. and his family from Clarksville, Tennessee, Cora and Avi Lee and their family in Brooklyn, New York, and Alexander Armstrong and his family. Thank you so much, Alexander, Avi, Cora, Jackson, Ziva, Hazel, Olive, Bear, Wesley, and Joel. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free, head over to patreon.com stories and join for just $1 a month. If you'd like access to all of our ebooks or to receive a thank you in a future episode, that's also available at patreon.com stories. We have new Stories Podcast face masks available. Check those out, plus all of our other merch at storiespodcast.com shop. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast. If you send us a drawing of your favorite scene or character, we'll share it on our feed. Now here's a word from our sponsors. If you're using anything other than Indeed for your hiring, you are wasting your time. Hire great people faster with Indeed. Only pay for results and get back time in your schedule. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed Instant Match. Indeed searches through millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly, so you can do the part you really need faster, meeting and hiring great people. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. With Instant Match, you can see a list of great candidates with zero weight. And, according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to boost your job post at Indeed.com stories. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com stories. Indeed.com stories. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, grown-ups. On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers. Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. And where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie Zowie! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and Friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and systems sold separately. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Cat Baths. Do you have a cat? If you do, you might notice that they always clean their hands after they eat. Now, for us humans, it's important that we wash our hands before a meal, but cats have it all backwards. And there's a good reason why. Once upon a time, in the royal palace of old Belgium, the royal cat was hungry. His name was Liam, and he was a smoky gray with tiger stripes of velvet black. His whiskers were long and drooping, and his eyes were the clever, dancing yellow of candle flames. 
Being the royal cat, he was never short on food. Every morning, the palace cooks would prepare him a fine meal of liver and grouse pâté. So rich and lovely, it wouldn't have been out of place at a dinner party. Unfortunately for Liam, the fancy food had made him a little too round in the middle, and the palace vet had him on a diet for his health. He only got half as much food as normal, and it left his soft belly rumbling. There's got to be more to eat, he said to himself, prowling through the castle halls. I'm the royal cat, the fanciest cat of all. I'm basically a prince. I should be stuffed full of pâté all day long. I should be bathing in pâté. I should have a great big pâté swimming pool where I start at the bottom and eat my way to the top. Liam thought for a moment about where to find food, his long tail swooping back and forth. Of course, the kitchens! He prowled through the castle, pausing only a half a dozen times to accept scratches on the back and between the ears. He meowed expectantly at a few members of the household that used to give him little treats, but they only shook their heads. Everyone had been warned about the royal cat's diet, and no one would risk going against the vet's and the king's orders. Liam thought of trying to beg a little, but no. He was the royal cat, a fancy feline, and he wouldn't lower himself by begging like a common urchin. So Liam was in a sour mood by the time he reached the kitchen, but the sight inside turned it around quick as a wink. There were sausages hanging from the rafters like streamers, big pots of stew babbling like brooks atop wood fires, and dozens of cooks bustling every which way. Some were chopping and some were stirring, some were mixing and some were tasting, and all of them smiled when they saw Liam enter. Oh, ho, 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 said the head chef, a round and ruddy man everyone called Goose. It's the little taster. Come to inspect the kitchens or just come looking for a little treat? Liam leapt nimbly onto the counter next to the chef's cutting board. He accepted a head scratch and then started meowing, giving his best, big, please-feed-me eyes. It was a little beneath his dignity, but this wasn't begging. This was visiting an old friend. At least, that's how Liam saw it. Oh, no, little taster, the chef said with a laugh. You can't give those big, loving eyes to me. I know your tricks. It doesn't matter how cute you are, we cannot give you any extra food. The vet has forbidden it. The king has forbidden it. Meow, Liam said in his most endearing voice. He rubbed himself along the chef's hand, meowing again and again. Well, perhaps just a bite. No, no, I cannot. He turned to the kitchen. Remember, everyone. No food for the little taster, no matter how much he bats his eyes or twitches his whiskers. Liam scowled, realizing that there would be no extra snacks for him today. Still, there were all those sausages, dried and garlicky and just hanging from the ceiling. It wouldn't be very royal of him to steal, Liam knew, but still. If no one will feed me, the cat thought. I guess I'll just have to feed myself. With a yowl and a mighty leap, the cat sprung towards the ceiling. He caught a fat sausage link in his mouth and then hit the ground running. 
No, little taster, the chef yelled. Someone get that cat. The cooks went into a flurry, hands reaching, feet blocking, pans scooping. Liam ran wildly, dodging this way and that, the big sausage hanging out of either side of his mouth. I just gotta get out of this kitchen, he thought. This isn't very royal. But for the moment, Liam was too hungry to be royal. He leapt over a sauce pot that tried to trap him, darted between a pair of skinny legs, and then popped onto a chef's head, pulling down his hat so he couldn't see. He bounced off and made for the door, big belly jiggling and sausage wiggling with every step. The door was just in front of him. He was going to make it. Oh, ho, ho. Not so fast, little taster. The head chef's big hands closed around Liam's middle and hoisted him up off the ground. Liam yowled and kicked uselessly at the air as the chef reached in and pulled the sausage out of his mouth. Now this, thought Liam, is definitely not very royal behavior. A nice try, but you've just lost kitchen access, the chef said. And with a gentle toss, he threw Liam out the kitchen door and into the hallway. Liam meowed at him with fury, but the door shut in his face. Well, the cat said to himself, so much for that idea. He thought about Pate again, and his stomach rumbled like an angry dog. What now? He patted around the palace aimlessly, not sure what to do. Finally, he saw a maid pushing a rolling cart. She went into a room and came out with the remnants of someone's breakfast on a tray. There were bits of egg and a scrap of bacon and nearly a whole piece of toast slathered in butter and jam. She pushed the food into a compost bin and stacked the tray with some others. Stealing from the trash was definitely not royal behavior, but still, Liam found himself following along behind the maid. He hid in the shadows of the doorways, catching up with her just a little at a time. Finally, she ducked into a room to clean, and Liam leapt atop her cart. Royalty doesn't eat from the trash, he said. But this isn't really trash. It's compost. That's like food for plants. And if it's good for the royal plants, then it's probably good for the royal cat. With a clever paw, he batted aside the lid. Inside was a medley of breakfasts from that morning and dinners from the night before. Liam smelled fish and lemon and eggs and toast and more, and it was all so good it made his whiskers twitch. He leaned down to scoop some food but couldn't reach. Casting a quick eye on the door the maid had entered, he splayed out on his soft belly and stretched his paws as far as they could. Almost. 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 Got it. He meowed with pride as he felt his paw mush into something. He pulled it up, only to see that he had gotten a lump of old coffee grounds. Ugh, he said, and laid down to reach again. Oh, no, you don't, you naughty cat, said the maid, appearing suddenly from the doorway. She shooed Liam off the cart before he could get any more food, and then put the cover back on. She weighed down the lid with a tray of glasses while the cat glared at her. There, that should keep you out, she said. Liam jumped back up on the cart and pawed at one of the glasses, 
a defiant look on his face. Think that will stop me, he thought to himself, batting at a glass and watching it teeter. Bad kitty! No! the maid shouted, and Liam let the glass go smashing to the floor with a musical tinkle sound. Oh, look what you've done! Get over here! She swatted at the cat with her feather duster, but he leapt from the cart and took off running down the hall. He knew he shouldn't have broken the glass. It was definitely not royal behavior, but sometimes the cat instincts won out. Not interested in getting hollered at again, he made his way outside. The palace grounds were chilly and lonely, but the first hints of spring were showing bright and green. The fountains were spraying, the sun was shining, and the birds were singing. The birds! Well, I've never caught a bird before, Liam mused to himself. As he thought about it, he found he really liked the idea. Begging and rooting through the compost were questionable, but hunting was a popular sport among royalty and commoners alike. I can hunt. I'll be an amazing hunter. Now, I just have to find some wild pâté. Of course, pâté was a dish and not an animal, and Liam soon realized that. Instead, he turned his attention towards the birds that were bustling about in the bushes. He made a couple clumsy pounces and scared some away, but after a few tries, his cat instincts kicked in. Moving smoothly, despite his bulky belly, Liam crept up on a sparrow who was washing herself in a royal fountain. With a jump that was sudden as an uncoiling spring, the cat flew through the air and caught the bird in his paws. Aha! he cried. I've got you! Finally, something to eat! Wait, wait! Um, don't eat me, said the bird, wiggling pitifully in Liam's claws. Sorry, bird, but I'm the royal cat. Hunting is the royal sport, and I've got a royal hunger. Well, don't they feed you in the palace? The bird tweeted. She tried to flap her wings, but Liam had her held too tightly. They put me on a diet, the cat scowled, looking at his soft belly. But I'm hungry. And now it's time for a snack. Oh, um, but what about the kitchen? That seems like a great place for a snack, the bird said. They chased me out, and it isn't very royal of me to go back begging. Oh, um, well, what about leftovers, the bird said frantically. Oh, I love leftovers the day after a big meal. Almost better the next day, I think, right? Leftovers, don't you think? It's not very royal to go digging for leftovers, Liam said. And I'm the royal cat, practically a prince. I have to think about these things. Okay, well, the bird said, thinking very fast now. Well, you can't eat me because it's not very royal to have bad table manners. Bad what? I mean, you're going to eat me and you haven't even washed your hands? That's not royal behavior. The king and queen always wash their hands before they have a meal. Liam thought about it and realized that the bird was right. The king and queen and all the rest of the palace did wash their hands before eating. He had caught his meal, but that didn't mean he couldn't still behave royally. Okay, well, wait here, Liam said. I'll wash up quickly. He set down the bird and jumped back up onto the fountain. 
With a quick dip and a few licks, his paws were clean as could be. All right, time for hay. Sorry, I can't stick around, the bird said, flying into the air and out of reach. Good luck with your diet. She shouted it so loud that all the other birds heard too, and they flew up and away, and poor Liam had to wait for his dinner pate to eat again. And from that day on, Liam and all the other cats always waited to wash their hands until after dinner. The End Today's story, Cat Baths, was an adaptation of a Belgian fairy tale written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, get ad-free episodes and more at patreon.com stories, Check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com slash shop. Follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Stories Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to tell you about the brand new season of the podcast, Music Land Stories. Music Land Stories is a weekly podcast for kids that takes you on an adventure through the universe of Music Land. The musical Easter eggs and epic stories are sure to be tons of fun for the whole family. Take a listen to what's in store. I'm the conductor, and now... On a brand new season of Music Land Stories, I'm going to take you all la, 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 the way down to the ocean floor of the deep blue sea. And I've recruited a new crew of sonic expeditioners that I can't wait for you to meet. Together, we're on an underwater odyssey to capture the song of the last Leviathan, a giant sea creature who splished and splashed beneath the sea for thousands and thousands of years. Listen to the newest season of Music Land Stories, airing weekly every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.